0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the Field Ready Podcast. My name is Andrew Crabtree, the uh, the sometimes uh, fill in host of this show, filling in again for Jim Robinson this week with my friend Jimmy Parmalee, an account rep for Master's Choice. And as we kind of do another crossover episode here, very similar to what we did with uh, Christmas, uh, me and Jimmy are going to look at some New Year's resolutions, both for ourselves and for the dairy industry and for our professional careers. So if you uh, will stay with us, here we go. Thank you guys so much for joining us. The objective of every product management team is
1: to improve the product portfolio. If you're farming today, you have to be excited about what's going on. Favorite new advancement in this year's corn class?
0: That's like asking somebody who their favorite kid is, really. So, <laughs> but.
1: And so we really want to get to know what is exciting in seeds right now.
0: And welcome back to the Dairy Dive. My name is Andrew Crabtree, and I am joined by my friend and yours, Jimmy Parmalee. Jimmy, J- Jimmy, Jimmy. they
1: been well, called Jimothy before. <laughs> never Jimmy.
0: Jimathan. Welcome back to the show, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, no, it's good to be back.
0: Last time you were on the show, which was our last episode, we were talking about Christmas and Christmas traditions. Did you uh, did you eat your Christmas cottage cheese?
1: I did not, but well, I might have actually because I do like a healthy dose of cottage cheese just about once a day.
0: Thank you, dairy farmers. For I did, you know, we talked about it. It's funny. I I blanked out when we were talking about dairy at Christmas, and I said cottage cheese, but I did eat a cheese tray on Christmas. Did you? It was delicious.
1: It's maybe you know just a little more common, a little more mainstream.
0: I uh, I had a cheese tray and some summer sausage, and it was delightful. So thank you, Dairy farmers, for working through Christmas so I could enjoy that cheese tray. Uh, Jimmy, Scott's not here. Scott was Scott was gonna be here. We were gonna do a round table like we did at Christmas and talk about New Year's resolutions. but Scott, like I feel like almost all of America has influenza right now.
1: Yeah, no, all the junks going around right now.
0: It's uh, <clears throat> I've had a stomach virus. That was no fun. And, uh, I think there's a little bit of mild cold that's gone through my house, but we've fortunately we've skipped most of it.
1: Yeah. Same here. All we've had is the, uh, stomach virus so far.
0: Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Well, yeah, Scott, literally, uh, as we approach the hour to record this podcast, Scott texted us a couple hours ago and, uh, he's not going to make it. So we're going to talk about new year's resolutions and we don't need Scott Harris's opinions. Agreed? Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Okay, so Jimmy, New Year's Resolution, this, this podcast, uh, at least, so we are recording this uh, for the Dairy Dive, but it's also going to partner and go through our Field Ready, uh, the Rob Seco Network as well. So uh, as we talk to our Dairy Dive and our Field Ready audience, what what do you have as a New Year's, do you ever do, you ever do resolutions?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of funny when you ask me to do this. I have never <laughs> done a New Year's resolution in my entire life. Hey,
0: that's an answer, too.
1: I, uh, I don't know why. I think maybe I don't want to set this lofty goal and then fail in April <laughs> or March <laughs> and watch my self-esteem come barreling towards the ground.
0: Yeah, so, so I will say I have set several New Year's resolutions through the years, and you're right. About March or April, I come crashing back down to earth, and I feel like an utter failure. But I've never been afraid to feel like an utter failure. Yeah. Like yeah if... you
1: know. Sometimes you just got to roll with it.
0: <laughs> so New Year's resolutions, I think the only one that I can remember in my entire life that I actually executed for a year was in 2020. So, of course, it was the hardest year ever to do anything in routine. Uh, I did a photo a day challenge. So anybody that knows me, I'm into photography. I do, I do photography and I did a photo a day where I took, took and edited one photo every day and posted it to Instagram <clears throat> and I did it. And I, you know, believe it or not, if you take and edit a photo every day for a year, my photography from the beginning of the year to the end of the year got quite a bit better. Um, but the thing is, is that when you do that every single day, uh, I burned myself out pretty quick. So I after that year was over, I put the camera down. If I if it wasn't for work, like my wife was like, why don't you ever take pictures of our kids? Because like, I did it every day for a year.
1: Hey, but you did it.
0: But I did it. Now, anything that's ever been a fitness or a weight loss or a dietary New Year's resolution, like I'm lucky to make it to March.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. If I'm going to do something like that, I just uh, I'm probably just going to do it no matter what day of the year it is.
0: Now, when I was a younger man, I did work out pretty consistently, you know, aside from resolutions, but it was always funny. The gyms get real crowded in January and February.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they make a lot of money, though.
0: And most of those people don't ever even cancel. So it's just <laughs> keep on keeping on.
1: I'm one of those people. Yeah. I have an open gym membership right
0: now, and yeah. I haven't
1: used it in probably four months. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Support local businesses, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, New Year's resolutions, um, I think that take them or leave them. You know, some people are really serious about them. And if you're a person that has more self control than me, then good for you. Um, I think that it's a whole lot to do about Uh, now okay real quick sidebar I think this is really funny me and my wife watch a lot of Hulu Mm -hmm. and we have the I'm, I'm cheap so we've got the ad supported Hulu so I will say that for the last couple weeks me and my wife have noticed that every single ad on Hulu is some kind of New Year's targeted so it's like Noom weight loss app uh Hello Fresh, like eating healthy, uh, dating apps. There's like every single thing that's advertising on Hulu right now is like geared towards the New Year's crowd.
1: Uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Never noticed that. Though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice it either until my. I, I like literally looked at my wife and I was like, that was like the fifth dating app in a row that has like advertised to two married people. And she's like, well, they're, it's like New Year's resolution people. <laughs> and so when we started paying attention, it's like every single thing. But. So I guess if you watch Hulu, maybe you're in the mood for a New Year's resolution. So if you are, uh, I've got a couple of New Year's resolutions I want us to talk through aside aside from anything personal. So, Jimmy, if you were giving advice, if you were talking to a dairyman, what kind of uh, New Year's resolution would you maybe be looking at for a dairy farm in 2023?
1: So I would say that a big one that can kind of get overlooked would be uh, silage bunk management. That's a good one. Yeah, just because the uh, you know you might take out a certain amount of tonnage out of the field, but just the dry matter loss that you can have if you don't manage that bunk properly can really reduce your your total feed and quality. And
0: quality, yeah, that's a good a good add on because uh, if you plant the right you know you plant your master's choice seed and you're really proud of your silage out of the out of the field, well, a lot can happen in six eight months while that thing's uh, improperly ensiled.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into it It, you know, as we know, it starts at harvest, getting that silage harvested at the proper moisture, 62 to 68 percent. You know, if you harvest it too dry, you're going to have packing issues and too wet. You can have seepage problems and you can also invite some harmful bacteria into that silage.
0: Yeah. Not to mention, too, if you don't uh, properly ensile your, you know, if you don't properly pack your bunk, you can run into some safety issues as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yep.
0: That's a uh, that's a good New Year's. So if you're a dairy out there, maybe, maybe your New Year's resolution is to uh, to ensile your your product in the best way possible. Um, I, I so the one that I came up with was, I think the, you know, aside from any production or any quality issues, I think that dairies need to need to start setting some goals. You know, either uh, some kind of a production goal or efficiency goal. But, uh, you know if you're if you if you're unhappy with where your dairy's at, um, what are you judging that based off of? You know, are you are you are you not making enough milk? Or are you not making enough money off of that milk? Set a goal and work towards a goal so you know exactly, and you're able to track. You know, are am I on track? Am I am I operating the way I want to? And if I'm not, I know why because I'm not hitting these goals.
1: Right now, yeah, that's absolutely a good idea, and maybe that goal could be not even total milk production, but maybe you just want to increase your components.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a really good episode of, I mean, this is probably more than a year ago that we recorded this, but there's, if you go back in the dairy dive, there's an episode with, uh, I think his name was Bruce Van Steeg, uh, And he talked about know what winning looks like, because, you know, if you're unhappy with where you're at, well, why are you unhappy? Or, or if you're happy with where you're at, why, how can you justify that? But what does winning look like to you? And then work towards that goal. Right. So if we, okay, so we've talked about what winning looks like on a dairy. So, what would uh, what would a, a resolution be? You think for for you know maybe you professionally or Rob Seco, Master's choice like what you know professionally? What is a resolution for you?
1: Yeah, I think for me, you know, it comes down to the fact that uh, we've, as we know, we've gained a lot of dealers. We've enhanced that distribution network, which is a great thing for us and for Rob Seco. And now it's just kind of about building those relationships that are so key to getting those sales out there, and uh, really helping these uh, newer dealers get get rolling with our products.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, we've added how many new dealers in the last year?
1: I don't know the exact total, I want to say like 60, Yeah. I, it's could, a big I number. could be off on that. It's a pretty good number.
0: Which is exciting and it gives consumers and maybe some geographies that used to have access to Master's Choice, it gives them access to Master's Choice again, because there's a lot of geographies that, you know, we used to sell a lot of corn that through one thing or another representation has changed but getting some of those areas back has been uh it's good
1: for sure and then also getting into brand new areas that we were never in to begin with yeah
0: so yeah that's for you if you're listening and you're uh, on the customer end of this uh you know check check with your local rob seco dealers see if they're selling master's choice if they went through our certification process and if they do uh, Jimmy has a New Year's resolution to uh, to be in contact with them and and to manage those relationships.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I think for me, uh, so I, you know, doing the marketing, doing a lot of uh, so so we touch you and I touch the c- customer in very different ways. So you're more touching uh, directly through conversations with either direct customers or through through dealers. Whereas I'm, uh, more indirect where I'm making a lot of the, uh, materials and a lot of the resources that, that go ahead and represent master's choice. And, uh, you know, one of the things I'm already doing, which sounds insane con- considering that as we record this, it's almost January, uh, I'm already working on our hybrid guide. And so as I'm working on the hybrid guide, like I know that, uh, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting around to it, Jimmy, I'm circling this, I'm, I'm going the long way, but you know, we have a really outstanding product evaluation and development team at master at master's choice and Rob Seco. And, uh, so I think that as a company seeing new products get rolled out to, to farms and being able to, uh, maybe fill some holes in our lineup or some areas where maybe certain, certain traits or certain days maturity don't fit. So, uh, for me looking ahead to 2023, I'm excited to see our product development team, uh, really fill out our lineup and bring products that are going to represent master's choice in a way that that we're proud of
1: yeah absolutely and it's uh they, those guys do a great job and it's not an easy job because no, j- you're looking yeah. for products that you know have to yield yep. have to hold up agronomically and on top of that they have to meet our quality standards for feed
0: yeah and on, throw on top of that the fact that no one else is hardly looking at those things it makes it a uh, it's a challenging job to find those things, but uh, I know Jim Robinson, who's been on the show, like he, well, if you're listening on the Field Ready side, he's been on that show a lot. Uh, I know that those guys are incredibly busy. I know they've added to that team, and they're evaluating products um, almost continuously. Yep. So that that's New Year's. That's what New Year's looks like for me is uh, let's uh, let's make sure we're <clears throat> just advancing ourselves. We and, and it doesn't have to be these are the absolute things I'm going to do for a resolution. And I'm a complete and utter failure. If I don't do this thing, um, I just, just work on advancing and work on getting better. I think that's what we need to do. Yeah,
1: Or just start at least thinking about those things. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining our podcast. If you're a listener, uh, make sure you tune in. If you're on the field ready side, make sure you tune in on the first and the 15th for new episodes. Sometimes you'll get me. Sometimes you'll get Jim Robinson. Uh, and if you're on the dairy dive side, uh, thanks again for for listening. We post every other Wednesday. You'll uh, you'll often hear me or Scott Harris, who is down with this down with the sickness. Is that? A, that's a song. That's an old reference. Uh, Scott Harris is down with the sickness, but sometimes you'll sometimes you'll get Jimmy Parmalee peeking in here. So uh, we appreciate all of your commitment to listening to our content in 2022. And honestly, uh, as we talk about resolutions. Uh, just being resolved to make these podcasts even better and uh, more more educational. So, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you uh, catch you next time.
1: Yeah, thanks everybody, and have a happy new year.
0: Well, thanks so much for listening to the Field Ready podcast. Uh, please come back and join us on the first and fifteenth of every uh, every month for new episodes, and don't forget to stay field ready. A Huda Media Production.